Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Wednesday, August 19th. I'm Sarah Fenton in for Wayne Pratt. Ahead, a public art installation spread across the St. Louis region is raising awareness about the needs of cancer patients. 42 doors have been placed at different locations and artists have covered them with artwork. Many of the paintings feature inspirational messages. If you took nothing else away from my work, I wanted people to see this word hope from blocks away. 42 doors of hope, that's coming up, but first, these headlines. A former St. Louis County Councilwoman has been ousted as the leader of the county's diversity efforts. Hazel Irby said in a tweet posted last night that County Executive Sam Page had told her she was no longer needed as the head of the county's Office of Diversity, Equity and Inclusion. Page's office confirmed Irby's departure in a press release announcing a series of new hires, but did not explain the reason for the change. Irby was Page's hand-picked choice to lead the office. Her selection came just 10 days after Page was elevated to the county executive role in 2019, following the resignation of Steve Stenger. At the time, Irby represented North St. Louis County on the county council and was the lone no vote against Page's promotion. Page has named Kenneth Murdoch, a vice president of the St. Louis County NAACP, as the acting director of the diversity office. The Veterans Administration Health Clinic in rural Salem will not reopen. It's been closed since the onset of the coronavirus. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports the area's congressman is criticizing the decision. The VA clinic, about 125 miles southwest of St. Louis, expanded to five-day-a-week service in 2017. But the clinic's interim director said they never reached the minimum of 600 patients needed to make the facility viable. Congressman Jason Smith says he was not aware of that threshold. I was never told that there was a set amount of number of people that was necessary or that they had a goal of patients until they told me that was their goal when they were closing. On the same call, they gave me that statistics and information. Smith says he's concerned that Dent County veterans will not have easy access to health care. The next closest VA clinic is in St. James, about 35 miles from Salem. In Rala, I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. Substitute teachers in Missouri will be able to take an online crash course to get certified for the next six months. The State Board of Education approved the emergency rule yesterday. The crash course will let subs teach with a GED instead of 60 hours of college credit. But not all board members supported the change. Board President Charlie Shields warned it would be difficult to go back to the old rules after the school year. There will be big-time pressure put on us to continue to lower down the expectations of substitutes. The pandemic is making it harder for schools to find subs as retired teachers opt out because their age puts them at higher risk of COVID-19 complications. Many districts are using federal stimulus dollars to increase substitute teacher pay, but they're still anticipating staffing shortages this year. A public art project is raising awareness about the Hope Lodge in St. Louis. That's an American Cancer Society facility that provides free housing for cancer patients. 
42 artists have painted both sides of doors that were then placed around the region, from downtown O'Fallon, Illinois, to a street corner in front of Bush Stadium. The 42 doors represent the 42 rooms in Hope Lodge. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin spoke with some of the participating artists to find out why they got involved and what inspired their paintings. Artist Diana Zhang was a student at Washington University a few years ago when her boyfriend Sam received a cancer diagnosis. He told her he'd understand if she didn't want to commit to someone with such an uncertain future. She said she wasn't going anywhere. I remember when he asked me to marry him, he actually asked me with like a blade of grass at first and just like tied a little ring on my finger. Outside of Barnes Jewish, we were, we'd just gotten the report that maybe he had relapsed and so we made, we made that decision very quickly um, after his doctor's appointment. Zhang's painting reflects a sense of dislocation, of hovering between life and death. Having the idea of my shadow looking for him and his shadow looking down and touching the foliage on his side, which really was how it felt like for so long when he was actually in the hospital of, There are moments when he doesn't remember what happened in the hospital, and he says he was like a thread away from life and dying. And I always felt the urge of pulling him back. Sam did recover, and he and Zhang lived together in St. Louis. Artist Glendon McFarlane is originally from Jamaica and has lived in St. Louis for 12 years. I asked him to describe the door he painted. Well, it has a scene of uh, mostly women. Well, I see there's, there's yeah. one woman who looks like she's perhaps a cancer patient. Yes. And she's looking up at a whole group of people who are, are smiling down at her. Yes, sir. Those people appears to be compassionate towards her. And they are representative of the community. She reaches out to them and they respond with compassion. Mm. Have you had loved ones in, in this position who are battling cancer? My mom... Yes, she passed in 2012 uh, from cancer. So this cause is dear to me. I think about her a lot while I did this painting. Did she get the kind of support that that you painted here when she was sick? She did, because uh, the entire uh, neighborhood and friends reached out to her while she was going through that ordeal. And they were very kind to her. And that's what I'm trying to illustrate in this work. There's also an upbeat message in the piece created by Brandon Warren of Farmington. He was moved to participate because of his friends and loved ones experiences with cancer. My wife was diagnosed with thyroid cancer four and a half, almost five years ago now. And, uh, She's doing fantastic. She had surgery and she didn't have to have chemo, um, no radiation treatments. I've experienced a lot of cancer affecting you know, friends and family in my life as well. You can walk into a crowded room and everybody in that room knows somebody personally that's been affected by cancer. Warren's painting includes the words, hope is an anchor for the soul. It's a paraphrase from the Bible. When he drove up with his family to see his door near the old courthouse in St. Louis, He was happy to see his message shining through. As the sun was rising that morning, the word hope was the only part that was illuminated on the door. That was the only part that wasn't in in the shadow when I was walking up to the door. So that was just phenomenal to me. 
And I wanted that to be visible from long distances because if you took nothing else away from my work, I wanted people to see this word hope from blocks away. That was artist Brandon Warren speaking with St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin about 42 Doors of Hope. You also heard from artist Diana Zhang and Glendig McFarlane. Our David Cazares edited that piece. The executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio is Shula Newman. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Sarah Fenton from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.